0: Hello, y'all, and welcome to Deck Diaries. I am your host and human, Tabitha, and I'm here to take you on a little stroll through my life's diary and the raw, unedited stories from others. Real stories, real humans, real healing, and a whole lot of fuckery all from the deck. Join me and my co-host, Meg, and other random guests throughout the week As we learn to unfilter our lives, love ourselves a little bit more, and be better humans.
1: To stay up to date on what's coming up on deck, follow us on Instagram at Deck Diaries and on Facebook at, you guessed it, Deck
0: Diaries. Now, kick off your shoes, relax with me, and welcome to the deck. and Hello, y'all, and welcome to another episode of Deck Diaries. Uh, just me and Megan in the house tonight. Hello, Megan. Hello, hello. Uh, Megan actually just learned that uh, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, we had some voice sound effects added to the board. Thanks, Jay Lim. Um, and uh, here we go. Ready, everybody? <laughs> Hold on. Here we go. Ready?
1: Oh fuck. <laughs> She has her own voice memes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Uh, a little sound back well, for you. Yep, yep. Take a little chunk of that sound back. <laughs> Thanks, Jaylen. Thanks, that buddy. That made my day. Yes. Oh, fuck.
0: <laughs> uh, so we are back. Uh, we're just coming off Memorial Day weekend. Um, I got to get in some camping and kayaking therapy. Heck yeah. It uh, felt really, really nice. Um, a friend of ours has uh, a permanent campsite out yonder. Mm-hmm. And uh, we set up shop there and it was great and relaxing. And I tell you what though, the the like the drama of the campground, because oh, these are boy. all like owned campsites. Okay. Like each. like the regulars. Yep. Um, So it's funny because it's just it's a reminder that no matter what your community or where it is, there's always like, did you know what Connie did?
1: <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Is it a lot of older people?
0: Uh, it, I think it's a good pretty mix. good mix. Yeah, I think huh. it's a good
1: mix. Do they like their neighbors? Yes, they do. Yes. Oh, that's good. Yes, at least. they do. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so annoying if you I like know. set up shop and then you're like,
0: fuck, fucking Bob again. just pulled in for the weekend. Bob
1: and Susan. <laughs> In her moo <moo-moo>. moo. Oh
0: fuck. <laughs> <laughs> <Good> <laughs> <it>. yeah. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so we're coming off Memorial Day weekend. Um had some nice relaxing time. Did you, my dear?
1: I did relax. Good. Yeah. Took a mental health weekend. So
0: good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so tonight we are gonna talk um about something that some people know about me in my life and some people don't, uh, probably most of the listeners. Um, I actually am a, uh, as, I, as I tried to do research over the weekend and kind of just look at different statistics, and again, I just like to educate myself. Mm-hmm. Um, no other term used but teen runaway. Mm-hmm. So I was a teen Scandalous. scandal. Yes. Um, yeah, so I, I left home at 15, Mm-hmm. Um, went back for ooh, about a month before my 16th birthday. Um, didn't work out again and left again. So by the time mm-hmm. I was 16, I was completely out on my own. Okay. Um,
1: and how long were you gone the first time before you came back for the month? Uh, the summer. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you gave it a good little chunk. Mm-hmm. Okay. What made you go back?
0: Uh kind of forced. Okay. Yeah. By like law I, enforcement. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had like a, a, what do they call it? A tracker, like mm-hmm. a, like a juvenile PO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I went back home. Um, it was same shit, different day. Right. Um, and it was actually my tracker that uh, supported me leaving. Right. Um, which was kind of mo- mind-blowing as a, a yeah. kid to hear an adult go, you know, maybe this is the best thing for you. Right. Um,
1: because through that process, were is there any sort of counseling? Like, are they no. are they like, hey, man, what's going no, on? No, never. Really? No. They're literally just supposed to track, like, where you are. Yep. Are you going to
0: school? Yep.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: No, I was never There's offered. There's nothing
1: looked into nope. as to why you've left. Or no personal
0: conversation. I mean, or me, care. me and my me and my tracker had personal conversations, okay. obviously, but no, like uh, therapy was never offered to me or sure. any kind of other help other than uh, my tracker, which I'm thankful that I got the woman that I did mm. because she did care. Yeah, I don't know how you couldn't. And she she did talk to me and know what was going on. Again, probably the reason that she. Um, supported my decision to want to leave again.
1: Mm.
0: So, yeah. So, uh, and I think that there is, uh, there's definitely a stigma on teen runaways. Again, I I hate that term, but um, when you hear that or people hear that I've been on my own since I was 16, um, I think most of us, our mind immediately goes to rebellious teenager, juvenile delinquent, um, all of these things, which I'm sure a lot of people in town thought, um, or, you know, even some of my family, like, talking about it to um, some of my aunts and uncles now that I'm an adult and them now knowing the truth of many things.
1: Right. Um, I bet that was an interesting conversation because, you know, if I knew my niece ran away and then you didn't really have much contact with anybody after that. No. You know, you'd be like, ah, oh, that fucking little brat, like, mm-hmm. hope she's okay or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um so I bet that was eye opening for them, or were they even
0: surprised at what they weren't you surprised told them okay they weren't surprised. Which we'll get into. yeah um <clears throat> so no, I wasn't i mean was i uh was I an angry disgruntled teenager yeah mm-hmm. um a we had moved here to Iowa, mm-hmm. and prior to that we were living in Florida mm-hmm. um but it it had been a couple of years um since we had moved here before I left home. Um, but I wasn't... Yeah, I wasn't like a juvenile delinquent or mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, I left because me and my mother... Oh, this is really hard to talk about. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we don't have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, our relationship throughout my the entirety of my life has been touch and go, up and down. Um, but emotionally, for the majority of it, um, it's, it's been always a low point for me in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my mom had me, so my mom got pregnant in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at her graduation, so she had me senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not know my biological father. Right. That's a whole nother episode. Right. Um, cause I recently found him.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> so my mom got pregnant in high school. Um, and, and I do, I am, try to be compassionate about that. Sure. You know, maybe being a mom isn't what she signed up for with me. Right. Um, she was young. Uh, then she met my dad mm-hmm. and, um, they got married when I was like two. Okay. Um, so he's been in my life my whole life. Right. Um, we moved around a lot. Uh, my dad was always gone cause he was in the Navy. Okay. So, I mean, he would be out to sea for, you know, six to eight months um so it was always just me and my mom and um I I do want to state too like I didn't I didn't grow up needing anything like I I would say overall I had a good childhood okay um I was fed I was clothed I had a roof over my head Mm -hmm. um my dad's family is they're amazing people um always showed me much love in Mm -hmm. fact I was thinking about the yes, this the other night is showed me so much love that it highlighted a spotlight where it was lacking. It was lacking. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it, it was definitely always lacking from my mom. Um, you always felt that, like you don't have the, any
1: memory of feeling warm and girl. Cared I Girl, tri- I and... have
0: tried. There have been moments, you know, it's kind of like any toxic relationship sure. where there were good moments. Right. They're like... Honestly, one of the the happier times with me and my mom getting along was prepping for my wedding. Like mm. the couple of years up to my wedding, yeah. we got along really well. She was super loving and helpful. Um, things were were good, you know. Um, but no. So when I and and I've I've gone through years of therapy, trying to wrap my head around it and figure it out, um, but nowhere in my mind did I ever feel completeness with my mom like Mm -hmm. that overwhelming sense that she really really loves me Mm -hmm. I don't know why
1: yeah
0: um it's just always kind of been kind of feels like you know the elephant in the room like she just doesn't fucking care for me yeah um so no, there was never I I can't and I'm sure sh- again I want to say I'm sure there were times there were moments perception is everything right Right Um but when I go back in my little tabby childhood brain the emotional love and attention that I was receiving I was receiving from lots of people my dad mm-hmm. and my grandparents but not from her.
1: Yeah, so it doesn't scratch that itch.
0: It, it doesn't. Like, deep, it's just itch always and... been, it's just always kind of, like, I could sense it as a child. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yes. Like, I could just always sense, mm-hmm. like, she doesn't really like me. She yeah. treats me different. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I have younger siblings. Mm-hmm. So my brother and sister and I, there's a good 12-year spread there. Yeah. Um, between er, 10 years. So, I, I, yeah, I think I was 10 when my sister was born, uh, 12 when my, sis- my brother was born. Um, so I was also the only child for that yeah. long, for yeah. 10 years. Um, so definitely learned to be very independent and kind of deal with her. Um, she was a... This is from a therapist. <laughs> that she was a parent that parented by mood. By emotion. Oof. Yeah. Um, so I became conditioned to deal with that. Right. For sure. Yeah. Um, very much so in my marriage that happened. hmm Um, but, yeah, it just, I could always sense it as a kid. And as a child, looking back and dissecting it, which I did a lot of mentally this weekend, um, I couldn't figure out why. I couldn't ever put a... I couldn't figure out why she... Why I had that feeling. Why she made me feel that way. Mm -hmm. Was I imagining it? Was it real? Um, But the feeling was there. And and there was nothing that was changing it. It wasn't ever getting any better. So as a kid, that's the only thing that I'm processing. Like I can't process adult emotions because I'm a kid. Right. Did
1: so, she say, I love you? Yeah. But you didn't believe her? Never. Yeah.
0: I, Ever, I shouldn't I say never. Maybe every now and then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, I just always sensed it. Um and again, so as a as a kid, I can't process what the fuck's going on with this woman. Like, why is she emotionally unstable? Why is she so moody? Um, you know, I definitely saw the fighting and how she treated my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, a very transactional kind of love mm. person.
1: So she was pretty um, similar with him mm-hmm. as she was to you? Yeah, I would okay. say so. Okay. Yes. Yes.
0: Um, so a, as a kid, like, I can't process all that. Like, I don't know where she's been, who she is emotionally, right. why she does the things she does. Mm-hmm. So in my young child mind and then, you know, tween and teen mind, the only conclusion I came to was there's something wrong with me. Right. I'm, I'm unlovable
1: mm-hmm.
0: for whatever reason. Um, yeah, she doesn't love me the same. Yeah. Um, And and I was saying earlier about my brother and sister us being so far apart. um, Once they were born, then the spotlight on that was shined even more Mm. because I saw her being the parent, the mom to them that I wish she would be to me, but she wouldn't. It was different. And I just never, to this day... I do not understand it. Yeah. I I don't know what it is. I mean, she chases their love, attention and affection and does not mind. Like my brother doesn't have a relationship with my mother either. So the mm. the only people in the family now after my dad passed, my mom and my sister have a good relationship and yeah. um but it's just me and my brother on an island and and she even treated him better in my eyes now in his eyes his perception
1: mm-hmm.
0: is different again see sure.
1: yeah
0: um but did
1: he feel loved
0: by her yeah um fake love is okay the conversations that we've had again very transactional what can i buy you let me cut you a check kind of mm-hmm. um and then when those things aren't being done for you me Mm-hmm. It's even more like Jesus. Yeah. Like, yeah. you really don't give a shit. Like, yeah. you want to do things to make two of your children's life easier and better, but not for you. Right. Um, so it's something that I've really, really struggled with as an adult. Sure, of course. Um, but yeah, as, so as a 15-year-old little girl, um, the conclusion I came to was that there was obviously something wrong with me. Yeah. I didn't feel loved. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, never, Never did I feel unloved by my dad, but I did feel kind of like just in the background a lot you know, the, the focus. And again, I had little siblings, so they've right. got little kids they're trying to raise. Right. I get that. I yeah. see the compassion in that. Um, but it was
1: something more than you're not paying attention to me. You know, yeah, I was just like kind of always floating better, around. Fuck. I, I, with seven, you, I fucking always hear you like them better. You let them do this. Mm-hmm. You don't even love me. And it's like, but I was
0: so much older that that yeah, wasn't really, for you sure. know, for sure. Um, yeah, it was Do yeah.
1: you think um well obviously you're smart enough to know that she obviously didn't
0: love herself? I am now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. As sure. if as if people were like, Oh my god, I can't believe you left home. Like, what the right heck were you thinking? Right. Um Do you think um I d- couldn't it's that and
1: I were because I'm a teenage mom also, I had my daughter do- my oldest um Uh, two months after I graduated high school. So, and something I always um, tried to be very conscious of and um, was not to uh, push it on them that they somehow uh, represented a failure in my life. Or a mistake, or I think I absolutely
0: yes. Many years of therapy.
1: Everything that she didn't like about herself. Possibly, yeah. It's it's possible. Just a constant reminder of that
0: I fucked her shit up. I guess your
1: dad, your real dad, and
0: um, you know where her life could have been. Well, and and she's been so. Emotionally unavailable to me my entire life that I don't know her, I don't know her story. So, you
1: guys never, you were never like, What is your deal? Like, oh, yes, okay, oh, yes, but she wouldn't open up to you. No,
0: no, it's very, she is your typical gonna project and push the blame on you, and it's me, and um, yeah, and it sucks. But yeah, so as a kid, that's the only thing that I could process is, you know, it just, I kind of always felt like I wasn't good enough or I was in the way or I was just there to help change diapers and grab bottles and um, I wasn't doing enough. And again, she was a moody parent. Mm -hmm. Um, So I left. I packed my little Jayhawk cheerleader duffel bag and I left. Um, And and, and to, where did
1: you go initially? I went
0: to a friend's house okay. that her parents allowed me to be there. And did you and, tell on,
1: anybody that you were leaving or was this a big secret?
0: I left a note. Okay. I wish I could remember what I wrote on that note.
1: Yeah. And was there any response to you? Did they try to yes. reach out? Yes. Okay. So, did you tell them where you would be? No. Why?
0: Because want I, them
1: to come get you? Yeah,
0: because because after you know after I had made the decision to do it, I was terrified. You know, I was scared. I didn't know what the repercussions of a teen runaway were. Right. Yeah. You know, it's what nineteen ninety four, and yeah.
1: and <laughs> so yeah, what the was cops were feeling? sent to the house, and okay. the
0: cops um they told my parents they couldn't force me to leave. Huh. So.
1: Were you hoping that they would like beg you to come back and do you remember how you felt or were you like just leave me the fuck alone I'm just just done I'm over it yeah
0: I was like leave me the fuck alone I'm over it yeah okay um yeah they not that they did not try to get me back they absolutely did um with anger
1: or with, hey, let's, All of the above. let's work it out. All of
0: the above. I mean, I know there was a lot of anger on their end. Right. Um, because, shit, I mean, their 15-year-old kid just bounced out. Right. I, I get that now as an adult.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, so, n- yeah, not that they did not try. They did. Um, and then, yeah, so I went to a friend's and stayed there and then got into some teen trouble Mm -hmm. Um, that's how I got the tracker Uh, and it was actually something you
1: didn't get the tracker because you ran away You got the tracker because you were a naughty girl.
0: Correct. Um, and actually I really I know this is gonna sound funny It's like people in jail. Like I didn't do it. I was innocent (laughs) Um, But I really I was I was in the wrong place at the wrong time Um out past curfew. You know what I mean? Like I was in the wrong place at the wrong time and um Some other girls got in trouble, so I got in trouble with them kind Mm. of situation. Um, Yeah, so I got a tracker, and I had to go to... There used to be, like, a juvenile home off B Avenue over by Roosevelt. Okay. Yep, went there, um, and then went home, and was...
1: Did the other uh, girls have to go to that home, too? Did they get trackers, too? Or you just got this? Yes. Okay.
0: Yes. Well, they got trackers, but... Got, obviously, got to stay at home because they lived at home. I was a runaway,
1: right? So you and had I was the also refusing to go, to to go home. home. Yes. Okay.
0: Um, so I went to the did home. Did they have
1: to tell your parents what happened? Like, how did it work back then? Or do you even know if your parents knew that you got in trouble?
0: Yes, they did. They yep. were notified. Okay. Yes. There was a whole, yeah, whole deal about it. Um,
1: and if anyone younger is listening. We didn't have cell phones back then. (laughs) Yeah,
0: if you're wondering, like, yeah, there was no cell phone or anything. why didn't they just text you? There was no. I literally left a written note. Um, Yeah, so I get in that little bit of trouble. Nothing like, you know, no permanent ink on my record or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And I end up going back home, um, and I was definitely not met with, Love and support, mm. um, even less I,
1: so than before.
0: No, and uh, from my mom, even more. Um, my dad was, I think, he was angry, confused, hurt. Mm. Um, I remember just him being very kind of distant and quiet during that time, mm. um, not hurtful or anything. Um, but she went like mommy dearest on my ass. Mm. Um, so once again, I had had enough. And I called my tracker and was like, I want to leave. Like, I'm going to pack a bag and I'm going to leave. Yeah. Um, so I did. And I went to my boyfriend's house mm-hmm. at this time and stayed with... He lived with his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I lived there for a while and I continued to work. Uh, I worked at KFC. Nice. Um, I continued to go to school, was on the chair squad. I was doing all the things. Um, and then... I went to live with my boyfriend's grandmother. Okay. Um, she took me in, um, and it just wasn't... I, I knew that I needed to figure it out. Like, what am I going to do? I wanted to get my own place. I wanted to work more. Um, so I got emancipated Okay, because without emancipation, I couldn't get my own place. Um, and I,
1: your tracker helped you do this? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, and uh, you were at this time sixteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Was that a long, hard process, or pretty easy to do? You know, or? looking.
0: You know, I was thinking about that over the weekend because, and, and and I want to want the audience and you even to bear with me is these are a lot. This is a a large portion of my life that I spent a lot of years blocking out. Sure. Yeah. Um. So just even going through therapy is enabled me to remember the things that I do remember.
1: Yeah. Well plus um, when you're in that state of survival you're just going minute to minute.
0: That's I didn't know what was next. Yeah
1: you don't know what's next so I can totally understand how and you And I'm would still
0: living out of the same Jayhawk cheerleading bag. <laughs> like I mean really? I, had no, I had nothing. Wow. I mean I was lucky that I had a job at the yeah. time that I did it because I got a job at yeah, at 14. Yeah. All of us, a bunch of us girls from Jeff worked at KFC together. Nice. Um, so, yeah, so I'm working at KFC. I'm living with my boyfriend's grandma at the time. Um, I get emancipated. Um, I s- have saved up enough money at this point to put a deposit down on a shitty ass apartment. Wow. And I get it. had nothing in it. Like it was like literally I had like one cup, one bowl, one plate, no couch, no furniture, no nothing. Had a mattress. Mm -hmm. Um, that I actually believe my mom and dad might've bought me. Mm. Um, I was thinking about that too. I, I think they did. Um, but yeah, I didn't have anything. Um, so
1: you were kind of still in contact with them during this time.
0: At this point, yeah, like you know, a year, a year and a half has passed.
1: Grandmas was, and they knew where you that you got an apartment. Yep, interesting. But again, no
0: cell phones, time, so contact was pretty limited. Yeah. Um.
1: And was this all you reaching out to them, or them reaching out to you? Or my dad? My dad would reach out
0: to me. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, my dad and I talked more than I mean, more than she knew. Mm. Like. I don't think he was letting her know that he was speaking to me um, as often maybe as we were. Um, Yeah. So I'm still trying to go to school. Um, That's not working out anymore because I'm not making shit. Mm -hmm. Um, So I transferred to Metro, the alternative high school. Mm -hmm. Um, That was a joke. And I still wasn't making enough money to make it. Like I was... Just paying my rent.
1: What was the joke about Metro?
0: It wasn't for me, okay, I should not say. not a good fit. It wasn't a good fit for me. Okay. Um, so at this time, I get introduced to somebody that is a CNA. Okay. And they kind of show me the ropes of going to Kirkwood and getting my CNA, and I can get a better job as a CNA and make more money. So I do all that. Okay. Um, and at this time now, too, now I lost the apartment... From because I was only on the KFC income and trying to go to school. part
1: time income.
0: Because I'm going to school at the same time. Which was
1: probably minimum wage. It was. Yep. Yep. At the time was free food though, yo. $5. Yeah, $5.25. Oh my God. Yeah.
0: So I end up losing that apartment and um, I have a new boyfriend now at this time. So now I'm nearing 17, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, And I move in with him and his mom for a while, um, enough time for me to get my CNA, get my job at the nursing home and get back on my feet. Mm -hmm. Um, I do all of that and then I get my own apartment again Mm -hmm. and two of my girlfriends actually moved in with me. Okay. Um. Also
1: teenagers? Yep. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Um, friends to this day, one of them. Yeah. Uh, so we, and that summer actually was a blast. That's, it's a core memory for me of that the summer yeah, I was that your seventeen. Neighbors
1: really loved it.
0: <laughs> Probably it's the summer I met your brother too. It's oh. the same summer I met your brother. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Holy crap. That's some grown up shit. It it is, and and I and again, like uh, through therapy and me dissecting this over you know years and years, I still look back and I'm like, wow, I can't believe I did it. Like yeah. I never went back. Yeah. I never went back.
1: Mm-hmm. That's some badass shit. Like...
0: <sighs> badass or desperate. Well, shit.
1: I mean, just think... Think back to when you were 16 and 17. I like, I mean, yeah, I got pregnant at 17. But, and I even think back about that. And it's like, God. Yeah. Like, I did that. To be a Nobody mom. else did that. So, I mean... And that was I, a lot for I you. wish
0: my mom felt that way. Hmm. The The compassionate side in me that wants to see her as a decent human being. Um, like, I get it. I get yeah. that you were a teen mom, but, man, she landed okay. Like, my dad was a good dude. Right. He took care of her. Mm-hmm. We moved to Hawaii. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Like, like I said, I didn't, I mean, I didn't have a bad childhood Um, but I definitely had an emotionally unavailable mom. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I, uh, I get my CNA and, you know, things are good. Um, I go, I'm going to kind of fast forward here because, uh, there's a portion of my life that's a whole nother episode. Yeah. Um, but I made it out okay. Let's, let's say that. I made it out okay.
1: You sure did. Um,
0: definitely, um struggled. Mm -hmm. We used to... um, Here's an embarrassing, but funny now. um, Us girls would call fast food restaurants in town, like say Burger King or Hardee's, Mm -hmm. and we would call and say that they messed up our order. And then they would be like, oh, okay, we'll we'll come back in and get it. And that's how we would eat.
1: Oh, wow.
0: That Yeah. I mean, I was... Talk about... I was beyond paycheck to paycheck. Like, I was just making enough money to put a roof over my head and barely feed myself. Yeah. I didn't have a car.
1: And that was back when things were were not cheap, expensive, Correct. you know, gas was under it's a probably dollar. Probably the a only reason I made and... it.
0: I don't know how it could could make it now. Yeah. Um Yeah, so I I made it out okay. I mean, I I definitely as a, a teen on the streets. I mean, there were there was a stint where I was homeless and living with some friend of a friend, older guy, like 20-something. Mm-hmm. He'd know I didn't get violated or anything yeah, like that. Good. But, yeah, I mean, bouncing from couch to couch, just kind of figuring it out. Um, but I, I made it out okay.
1: Yeah. Did you have a support system in Friends? It sounds like you had a couple close ones. But I did. Did you have anybody? I mean, you were a cheerleader. Like, did anybody or we didn't go over yet if you stayed in school.
0: I didn't. You didn't stay. So in school. when I got um when I got the nursing home gig. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean they were offering me like 10 12 hour shifts. Yeah. So I took it
1: as a 17 year old.
0: <sighs> yeah. Wow. Yep. So no, and nobody I,
1: at school reached out and said, what "The hell's going on?" You
0: know, I mean, I hate to bash the school system, but no it wasn't good yeah um the the vice principal that we had at the time wasn't lovely um I kept getting detentions and written up for being late to school right. because I had to figure out rides how to get to school right like I, yeah, was, I was just gonna ask if I was you had a just car trying to make it yeah you know um my boyfriend helped out a lot at mm-hmm. the time um but yeah I mean I was just trying to make it so no I don't I don't really feel that there was great support. We had a good school counselor. I did. Mm. Um, He was a good guy. Um, But again, you know, there's also only so much that they can do. Right. You know?
1: And there's only, if you're only sharing so much, then they can't help you. Correct. Yeah. Correct.
0: So, yeah. So I, yeah, I left school. I didn't end up getting my diploma and all that stuff, but um, I did leave school and just worked. Yeah. That's, that's all I knew what to do. I didn't, you know, worked and partied. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm 17 on my own, um, experimenting with drugs and uh, partying and working and, yeah. I was Just living a little grown up life. Trying. Yeah. yeah. Trying the best I could. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. So. Fast, we'll fast forward through my 20s because, like I said, that's a whole nother episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I did make it out, okay. Obviously, I'm sitting here, and I, I mean, I'm I don't know how people measure success, but I measure success by I know how far I've come, right? And I know what I've had to go through to get to where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm successful and that I'm happy, yeah. Um, but there are there are holes in my life in my heart that still aren't happy, uh, and the relationship with my mother is one of them. Yeah. Um, and like I said, there was there was good times, and through my adulthood, like we've done some family vacations, and uh, there was there was some good, solid, get along years. Yeah. Um, but still, that underlined emotional. Ugh, has always been there. Like she yeah. just is who she is, yeah. and it's aggravating. And yeah, are Oof. you
1: guys um, the same person at all?
0: Fortunately, no. <laughs> okay. Fortunately, okay. no. I had to ask. Um, there's probably a lot of similarities, but if if I'm being completely honest, and this is gonna sound really mean and really awful. But the number one reason that I left as a fifteen-year-old girl is because I did not want to be like her.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So
0: I think the fortunate part for me by leaving and getting out of that toxic relationship, we'll call it, um, is that I didn't inherit those traits. Right. They're there. You don't ever find yourself. I do. They're there. There They're smidges there. Um, But a lot of therapy and a lot of working on myself and pointing out my own toxic traits and my flaws and working on those, which is something that she's clearly never done. Yeah, Like, you've never just take a hard look in the fucking mirror.
1: Right. And say, you know what? You're doing
0: shitty things. You've been a shitty person. Mm -hmm. You've treated your daughter. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. Um, And especially when... The love for the other two siblings is so blatant and rubbed in my face.
1: Yeah,
0: um, that's probably what bothers the most. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I spent a majority of my life um, just kind of thinking I was unlovable and thought it was my fault. I always just thought there was something wrong with me. It was me. It, I mean, it couldn't couldn't be my mom, right? right. But you also don't want to believe that your mom thinks of you that way or just isn't emotionally invested in me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just blamed myself, I guess. I must just be a shitty person or I was a bad kid because I ran away or, you know, I I made a lot of mental excuses in my head. um, And I think that's why there was peace Mm -hmm. for so many years is I did want that family unit to be okay. And I love my dad and um, so much and my little brother and I wanted to have holidays together and I, I wanted that so bad. So it was kind of just tolerating.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but after my dad died, then shit just hit the fan again. Like yeah. the the those old wounds were ripped right back open mm. of what she really thinks of me and where I place in her life.
1: Does she say... Like you, I know you don't feel loved, but does she actually say unkind things about you? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay.
0: She, I mean, she paints a, again, perceptive, per- perception. She mm-hmm. paints a different picture, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but as I grew into an adult and talked to my dad more mm-hmm. and my aunts and my uncles and mm-hmm. learned their perception of things, I found that their perception was the same as my perception.
1: Mm, that's validating.
0: It is, it is, but it took me a long road to get there because right. it also took me a long road to open up and feel comfortable even talking about it because I'm afraid of the backlash or I'm, right. I'm afraid that I'm on some podcast <laughs> saying that my mom wasn't a good mom to me. Yeah. Um, like that's scary to say out loud because I, I, mm. I'm not here to hurt her. Right. I don't, I don't want to have any hate in my heart. I'm not. I don't want. I don't want to hurt her, um, but yeah, it's been completely validating as yeah. an adult, um, especially after my dad died. And the more in depth conversations I've had with my dad's friends and family members and everybody around me that are like, "You're not wrong," right? Um, so validating, yes. Does it make me feel better? Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Yeah, right. Because there's just still that, like, why?
1: Right. Why? Yeah. I
0: don't know. I I don't know either.
1: It's a little bit terrifying. Like, I always, I don't know, this is just me. I always look at things from every perspective. And, you know, when I hear... You talking about this? Um, A, I can empathize because okay. I felt very much in the way, um, and and you're the baby. I'm the baby, yeah. Um, and it's funny too, perspective, because I always have told people that my parents were done being parents by the time they had me. And but if you ask my mother, she always says. that (laughs) i'm the one that she actually allowed herself to get excited about she you know was never excited to be pregnant until she was pregnant with me um but maybe
0: she didn't know how to by then
1: i don't know um but i was told i was loved and um just like you, I, I wasn't physically abused. I had a house, you know, we were fed, my parents were together, it wasn't a divorced home, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Um, but I I mean, I know one reason, which is probably a whole other episode, um, which is like the basis of pretty much all of my trauma, I think. Um, and why I didn't feel loved. But anyway, so how do you feel as a parent?
0: That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> it
1: sure is. And I, you know, I could definitely go on and on and on about that. About <sighs> so, how so that our trauma affects us as parents mm-hmm. and how you don't want to. You know, you want to break that cycle and how you change. But then when you change and you see your kids reacting the same way you reacted or even worse, it's like, wait, I did better than I was given. What you, the I fuck mean, is you, happening you, here? You Why you think am I getting you do? that response?
0: Yeah, we yeah. think we do. Yeah. Um Yeah. Do I you th- feel
1: like you carried any of that forward? I carried
0: all of it forward. Um I think that... Well, my therapist would say um, that that's one of the reasons I never had kids of my own.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you know what? You got
0: to figure that, like, like looking back, that trauma was so deep that a 15-year-old girl left home, mm-hmm. figured it out, mm-hmm. never went back. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's how just invisible I felt. Like, yeah. that sucks. Yeah. And I'm not here to put all the blame on my mom or my parents in general, Um what was I thinking? I don't know. Right. I don't know, but I did it. And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I, had, I had my therapist said that she think that that was probably deep rooted. Um, mm-hmm. I was the oldest by a lot, so I spent a lot of time helping and yeah. taking care of my siblings. Yeah. Um,
1: I always said I never wanted kids either.
0: And, and yeah, and I just, that was a big reason. I just kind of yeah. thought like if my mom, If this is the way she loves me, and she can love me in her own way, because I'm not here to say my mom doesn't love me. I'm sure she does. Mm -hmm. But if this is what it feels like, I don't want to reproduce that. Right. Like, I was kind of just scared. Um, My mother would say uh, that I was selfish, and that's Mm -hmm. why I never had children. Um, And that kind of used to burn for a long time, but it doesn't anymore because, yeah, I am a little selfish, and I always have been. Mm. Um. I always have had a good desire, maybe to, maybe, or I should say, the desire maybe comes from proving that I can do it and I did it and I'm okay. And the fact-do it as just parties. life, just okay. life, right. and just trying to be a good person and um, that the lack of love that I feel that I didn't, or that I. The lack of love that I received from my mom, Mm -hmm. Um, in turn, I twisted what could have been something really bad, and and I'm not going to say that that it's not trauma, or that it's not still there, or that it doesn't creep in, but um, I think because of that, I love really hard, Mm. and that's good because I don't want the people around me to feel invisible. The way. That I have felt.
1: Yeah. But I feel like a lot of times with trauma, people can swing wildly in the other direction where you'd be hella clingy Mm -hmm. and overprotective. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, you found a really good balance. Just as somebody who knows you intimately. Well, not that intimately. Uh, You know, know my brother. No,
0: yeah. And and that's something that I'm really proud of. So so while I talk about this, all all of this stuff again, it's not to to shed a negative light on my mother. It's right. my story. It's how I feel. Uh, perception is everything. I'm sure, you know. I'm sure her vision is different. I'm sure my sister's is different. My brother has his own traumas. Everybody, everybody has it their own way. Yeah. But I'm I'm just my my nut of it
1: mm-hmm.
0: is that it doesn't have to. Turn out as a bad trauma in your life
1: right so where if she, you're blaming that for everything yeah because we do see a lot and of and I can't ups. blame
0: her for all of my mistakes right. and for who I, I, I am and the person that I am because really actually she only had me till I was 15 mm-hmm. so I have to take accountability and credit yeah um for the things I've done and the mistakes I've made and the successes that I've had and yeah sometimes lack of love makes you love a little bit more Right, so what I what I you asked me about the parental thing, yeah, um, with my daughter. Yeah, and maybe I do. You could probably ask her. Maybe I overdo the "I love yous" or mm-hmm. the um, "I always want her to know just how fucking much I love her and care about her." And if there's something I can do for her, I'm going to do it. Yeah, like. <laughs> You should want that, right?
1: Yeah. You
0: should want to be there for all of your kids. You should want to support and cheer all your kids the same, like mm-hmm. in different ways. Yes. Yeah. But man. Yeah.
1: Every like they all get the same base package. Can I just get the same know? mom
0: base package of yeah. love? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I see all these other moms and, and 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 even it sometimes it does like oof. Get me right in the when I see other relationships that mom that you know my friends have with their moms especially mm-hmm. at the age that we're at because honestly I think this is a really magical age For in sure. our life yeah um, I'm enjoying it if you're not I'm sorry yeah let me help you enjoy it right.
1: like they're awesome yeah
0: they can be and oh man, I'm figuring out a lot about myself and I'm dissecting all this and I just dissected and vomited all over the microphone tonight but these are my feelings Mm -hmm. right or wrong do
1: you think um you know we talk about love languages and I think we touched on it a teensy bit a while ago um earlier in the episode um but do you think you just don't respond to her Love language?
0: No, I think that I don't respond to her bullshit.
1: Okay. (laughs) That's where I'm at in life. Okay. There we go.
0: I don't know what her love language is. Yeah. Because her love language with me is different than the love language that I have seen her put out to others. Gotcha. So I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. (sighs) Hmm. On that note. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck.
1: That's oh never. My <laughs> oh
0: my never God. Oh my God. going to get old. You said all that tonight? <laughs> oh. Well, let's wrap it up. All right. Um, thank you, everybody, for letting me vomit some of my. We'll have to get more into that one. Deep diary shit, man. Uh-huh. Oh, I love you all.
1: Thanks, guys.
0: Thank you. Um. Oh. But
1: you ain't Cowboy, I be the queen.